Not that he needed to, but Steve Smith reaffirmed his status of one of the game's greats by clinching his fourth Allen Border medal at the Australian Cricket Awards last night. He beat home Travis Head comfortably. David Warner third, Manus Labashane fourth, Usman Kawaja polled in fifth position. So at 33, uh, this is the fourth time he's won the medal. He joins Ricky Ponty and Michael Clark as the only players to have won it. On four occasions, former Aussie captain Mark Taylor here to talk about that and a very busy time in cricket because the Aussies are on the plane to India. Firstly, though, Tubby Steve Smith just keeps rewriting history, doesn't he? Oh, no doubt, Matt, and uh, good afternoon to you and all your listeners. Um, yeah, well, everyone knows he's a class player. There's been a, a couple of question marks in recent times, probably post-Ashes 2019, when he came back from his suspension and made all those runs and played brilliantly and, and guided Australia through in that series and then had a bit of a lull for a couple of years. And I think people thought, well, maybe we've seen the best of C. Smith, but I think we showed last year that's not the case. Yeah. And, look, I don't know how long he's going to play for. Smitty. he's already hinted that he's not going to play at least 37, 38. But if he's got a couple more years in him, I think he's got a couple more Allen Border medals in him because oh, yeah. he, he's, he's certainly a fine player and a class player. Yeah. Do you know, watching him at the moment, and I'm sure there's been other examples across the years. I mean, I suppose Ponting's probably one of the examples of, of what I'm about to say. But you watch him bat. It doesn't matter who's bowling at him. Like, it doesn't matter what they're bowling, who's bowling. He is just totally in command of everything out there, isn't he? Absolutely. He reminds me a lot of, of, of a Ricky Ponting back in about 2003, I think it was, when Ricky was just dominating anyone who bowled at him. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a there was a question marks at times over over Ricky Ponting's playing slow bowl, but he proved them wrong around that time where it didn't matter if you bowled slow or express, mm. he scored and scored quickly, and that's what Steve Smith can do. Um, he plays the slow ball, uh, the slower bowlers as good as anyone in the Australian side, that's for sure. Mm. And the quicks were his big question, I think, post 2019, and he's proven he can handle that because the South Africans certainly had a number of quicks, and yet he still looked comfortable in the recent summer that we've just had. Yeah. A remarkable uh, summer for him. Let's go through, well, I'll just mention the other awards quickly. Osman Kawaja, the Shane Warne Test player of the year, his career was done at, at, in Test cricket 18 months ago, so but an, an incredible achievement. Dave Warner, one-day player of the year. Beth Mooney, the Belinda Clark Award, and the Women's ODI player. Matt Short, the BBL player of the tournament. He's got to find himself in an Australian T20 team, doesn't he, Tubby? It'll be it'll be interesting to see where the Australian T20 team goes. Matt, yeah. I think with with someone like Matt Short, who's got to come into the the consideration for our next uh, tilt at the world at the World T20 uh, World Cup. Obviously, Steve Smith's thrown his hand back up as I want to bat up the order. Mm. Um, sort of, he wasn't left out of last World Cup, but he wasn't the preferred option at the top of the table. But he's made two hundreds in three big big bash games that he played. So. Uh, I'll be interested to see this, what the selectors do when it comes to picking our next T20 side when shorts available mm. and Steve Smith's shown that he wants to be at the top of the order. You could see a very different top order for a, the Australian T20 side. Yeah, no doubt. Ash Gardner, the WBBL Player of the Year. Tali McGrath, Women's T20 Player of the Year at international level. Marcus Stoinis, Men's T20 Player of the Year. Annabelle Sutherland, the Women's Domestic Player. And Michael Neeson, Men's Domestic Player. Now, on the subject of selection... It's so crucial, the selection for the first test, Tubby, isn't it? No Mitchell Stark. And then Cameron Green, they were saying yesterday he's not ruled out and they're not sure if he's going to bowl. But, gee, that all-rounder is so crucial in India, isn't it? So you can have your two spinners and have, have the third fast bowling option. Absolutely. That, that first test, as you say, will be crucial. February 9, that game. So it's not that far away. Mm. And Australia don't have the luxury of 
games beforehand or many games in between these four test matches. So mm. they've got to sort of get it right early because it's not going to be easy to sort of pick your first test team and then if you don't win, make changes because mm. then you're saying, more or less saying you got it wrong first time around. Yeah. So it's going to be very tough. Um, as you say, I think Mitchell Stark doesn't sound like he's going to play. It'd be great if Cameron Green can play and can bowl because Australia could then pick, obviously, Cummins will obviously play and possibly Hazelwood. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if they decide to go for three slows, which would which would be a real change in tactics for the Australian cricket side. Yeah. But if, if, if India put out a, 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 a grassless, lifeless, cracking pitch, that, that they're the sort of considerations you've got to make going into that first test. So all the spinners will come into the equation. Yeah. Are you surprised they didn't take another all-rounder as a, as a backup to Green, an Aaron Hardy or someone like that? A little surprised, although if you're going to take, you've obviously got to play. Um, and maybe they don't think he's quite ready yeah. because you've got to make that decision all before he goes. No point taking an Aaron Hardy and then you're not even going to play if, mm. if Cameron Green can't play. So they've obviously made that decision and said, well, if Green doesn't play, we'll play an extra batsman or... We'll move Carey up the order mm. and, and bat him at six and, yeah. and, and roll the dice and play five bowls. Yeah. That's also an option. Yeah. Now, I've been dying to ask you this question because as Australian captain, on a few occasions, you had a team that had two leggies, Shane Warne and Stuart <laughs> McGill. And people were saying that you couldn't play two leg spinners. Well, they, show, they showed that you could. But Warne was able to adapt his bowling, wasn't he, to, to accommodate McGill. So the question then is... Can Australia play two off spinners in a test match? Well, Australia can play two offies, and maybe they will. Um, and the, the only reason that McGill and Warren could play together because they were different. There's mm. no doubt that Shane Warren was a more accurate leg spinner, whereas Stuart McGill was your more, oh, I suppose, orthodox leg spinner. Bowled a bit of some loose stuff, but bowled some jaffers in between, the big spinning jaffers. Mm. I think Murphy can play with Lyon. Um, if he can bowl more at the stumps. The, the, the problem Australia, I think, are going to have is that Nathan Lyon is a, generally a, a, quite a big turn of the ball and likes bounce and pace on the ball, which he may not get and probably won't get in India. Mm. And one thing Nathan Lyon doesn't get is a lot of LBWs because he bowls wide of the crease. If Murphy can bowl closer to the stumps, bowl at the stumps and just turn the ball maybe less, mm. but bring LBW into the play then you could play him a bit like McGill and, and Warren did, play one who attacks the stumps more and one who looks to spin the ball more. That's the, the only way they could probably play the two offies. Yeah. So without seeing the pitch, I'm getting the feeling you'd be leaning towards playing five bowlers, which would be a very aggressive selection. <laughs> well, it would be. It would be a brave one. But the bottom line is you, you, you've got to find the way to take 20 wickets in India. Mm. And also, but at the same time, you've got to balance that with you know it's going to be good batting conditions generally, particularly the first innings. So you need to make like 400-plus mm. in your first innings. You get bowled out for 300 or less in India batting first, you're in trouble. Mm. So um, whether they play, I don't know, a Hanscom at six or something like that, or a Renshaw plays as well, I'm not sure where they're looking to put these, these batters in. Mm. But if they're going to play the extra batsmen, they've got to go big, mm. make 400, 450-plus, and then hope just to apply pressure but if you've got less bowlers, you've got workloads um, and you've got a lot of overs to bowl on, generally pretty good batting conditions. So mm. that's the scenario for the selectors over there. And one of them's going to be the captain too in terms of bowling workloads. And, and Pat hasn't 
put a foot wrong at all since he's been made captain. But this is different gravy, isn't it? Arduous conditions, and often you're in the field for a long time in India. So this is going to be a very harsh examination. Yeah, absolutely. And, and But the good thing, he's got some good senior players around him. Obviously, got former captain Steve Smith. He's got David Warner there. Kawaj has now been over there a number of times. So he's got good heads around him mm. that, can, that can grab him at times and just at times slow the game down over there. And I don't mean bowl your over slow because I hate that sort of stuff. But <laughs> at times, just someone needs to grab hold of it when, as, as can be the case over there, a batsman starts getting on tops and starts scoring quickly. Sometimes you need to just take stock and say, righto, how do we slow this scoring down and get things back under control? And that's what can be awkward when you're a fast bowling captain. But as you say, Pat Cummins hasn't put a foot wrong in his in his short stint so far. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's such a great battle. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. Although when I think about India, Tubby, I always think about that partnership in 2001. I still haven't got over that. Laxman and Drava, they batted for, they batted for what, two days? And you know what? they still be batting if the test was going. <laughs> Exactly. Well, don't remind Steve Moore about it. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's right. He's probably still having nightmares about it too. <laughs> All right. Great to chat. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Matt.